Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Kansas lawmakers passed the Women's Bill of Rights, thus overriding the governor's veto. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. This is the Kansas legislature again. They have again overridden the Democratic governor, Laura Kelly, with regards to her veto of a bill mm-hmm. called the Women's Bill of Rights. I don't know. Can they override the governor and boot her out of office? You know, this is a great <laughs> legislature. Not. They overrode yeah. the governor's veto 84 to 40 in the House and 28 to 12 in the Senate, enacting now one of the nation's broadest protection bills for women in public bathrooms and other private facilities. The bill now will go into effect on July 1. It's a common sense bill to protect women in bathrooms and other facilities, changing quarters and whatnot. I mean, it's common sense, people. You know, and how do you get such a, a diverse legislature I know. and this radical pro-abortion, pro-LGBT governor in the same state? But yeah. that's what you have in Kansas, unfortunately, Governor Laura Kelly Uh, Not a good day for her. She's gotten overridden several times this year by the House and the Senate on a pro-life bill and now on this bill, the Women's Bill of Rights. The Kansas law differs in some ways from other states uh, with bathroom protection bills by actually defining man and woman. It's really sad we've come to that point. I know that you have to define it. You know, a man and a woman. It's like the that you know little kids know the difference i know but the supreme court justice you know that new one she couldn't define it but i I don't know yeah but (laughs) not a biologist i know but you have to get to that point where you have a son or a daughter you know ask her that right right but you have to enact laws now that define that we've really mm, we're really in the twilight zone so yeah i know it's 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 unbelievable that we come to a place where common sense and logic just are completely changed you have to do it so this bill biologically defines the word woman as a human female, and goes further by stating female means an individual whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce ova. So it goes into that kind of detail, Mm -hmm. that you have to define what a woman is. It's not just because you feel like a woman or you want to put on makeup and a wig. It's because God created you that way. So the law (laughs) attributes... uh, the distinction between the sexes as substantially related to the important governmental objections of protecting the health, safety, and privacy of individuals. The bill reads, as it uh, mentions how it's important and why it's necessary. Most other states have bathroom laws. They apply to schools. The Kansas bill specifically protects women in restrooms, locker rooms, prisons, domestic violence shelters, and rape crisis centers. The bill also applies to, quote, other areas, close quote, which is an intentionally broad term to cover a myriad of situations where, quote, biology, safety, or privacy, close quote, justify separate spaces for men and women. You know, this is interesting, too, that it also will prevent government officials from classifying biological men 
who call themselves women, how offensive, I might add, and the other way around as anything other than their biological sex when collecting vital statistics throughout the state. You know, it's a, it's really a good common sense bill. It's yeah. amazing that in um, 2023 we're having to pass a bill uh, like this, but, you know, this agenda has gotten so ridiculous uh, that uh, people, you know, like Riley Gaines. Mm-hmm. She's a 12-time All-American swimmer. She stated, uh, today is a huge win for Kansas women. Uh, she says, I applaud the legislature for their leadership and commitment to protecting the sex-based rights of women. As a woman and a female athlete, I can attest firsthand, she said, to the importance of women having private spaces when safety and fairness are at risk. Now that the Women's Bill of Rights will be Kansas law, women have clarity that when they enter a space labeled for women, biological men will not be inside. And she's a firsthand, you know, has a firsthand testimony. I mean, she had to compete against a biological man in a swimming competition. They tied and they gave the trophy for show to the biological man instead of her, which is pretty amazing that a woman could tie with a man in a swimming competition. I think that give her kudos for that. But then she has the biological man come into the dressing room and want to undress with the women. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, and you, you have a man that could not compete in the men's swimming uh, competition uh, for several years and then decides to just jump over to the women's swimming competition and then jumps to the head of the line. Right, he grows his hair out and, okay, I'm a woman now. Mm. Oh, yeah, and then and then these people, they, they'll undress um, in the women's locker room. I mean, and here are these girls, you know, there's reports of these girls going into the women's dressing room where they have to change. And then here's this man pretending to be a woman undressing in front of them. That's an invasion. It's an invasion of their privacy. It's decency. It puts them at risk. It's just an absolute fraud. But they want to demand that they're a woman. They demand that they have their rights. You know, what's absolutely ridiculous, you know, is I mean, the media didn't know what to do with this um, person who went into this school and shot up people, you know, mm-hmm. and because it was um, a girl identifying as a boy. But it's a female. It's a female. And so some of the media would say female and then male, and they would say it in the same article. They were all confused. Right. And you don't even use the word, if you use the word trans, you're just accepting the delusion. It's a woman, a female. And, and the crazy thing is when they use pronouns like they for an individual that's singular, or they use, they call this person uh, a woman when they're really a man. And, and these are these are journalists? I mean, this is just absolute stupidity. You know, the Kansas legislature anticipates that there may well be a challenge to the lawsuit, but however, there was a lawsuit challenge in Florida. Public school district's bathroom policy was challenged. It barred students from using bathrooms that do not correspond to their biological sex, and it survived a legal challenge at the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in the case of Adams versus School Board of St. John's County. The court ruled seven to four, that the policy based on biological sex does not violate the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution or the federal law known as Title IX. 
All because a biological girl in Florida wanted to use the boys' restroom instead of the girls' restroom or the single-stall restroom that was provided for her. Did not want to use the single-stall restroom, <laughs> like the, you know, where you can go in, you lock it, it's just individual. Did not want to do that. So in the majority opinion, Justice or Judge Barbara Lagoa wrote, quote, because the bathroom policy divides students into two groups, both of which include transgender students, there is a lack of identity between the policy and transgender status, as the bathroom options are equivalent to those provided to all students of the same biological sex. The contention that the school board's bathroom policy relied on impermissible stereotypes associated with Adam's transgender status is wrong. The bathroom policy does not depend in any way on how students act or identify. But, you know, this girl who wants to use the boys' restroom to fulfill her agenda or whatever is just setting herself up to be a victim of rape. Well, and it's just ridiculous to say, you know, because then what do you do with prisoners? Right. You know, you get a prisoner who says, I'm a man, but I identify as a woman. So I want to be in the women's prison cell. And so they're there in close quarters. They're there all the time. They're incarcerated. And then you do have some situations where they're putting these men in women's jail cells. And they're using the same showers and bathrooms. And and it's, it, it's absurd. Yeah. Then you have, what do you do with overnight trips? Um when you take these kids on overnight trips and you go to hotel rooms and you bunk people up in different rooms. And now a boy says, I want to be a girl. And no, not going to be content with being in a single room by yourself where the school would actually have to pay more money to have one person in a room. You're not going to be, you know, two, three or four, however many people together as as boys in the room. We'll put you in a single room. No, I don't want to do that. Well, then we're going to put you over here with the girls, but you'll have to be with other girls. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. I mean, now, so you have your daughter is on this uh, trip, a band could be, whatever it might be. And now they're forcing a boy to sleep in with you and the other girls. And you just want to yell, could we please stop the insanity? Just get back to reality here. But you see the confusion that they really want to cause. It's absolute confusion, and uh, the, <laughs> that's why you have Kansas going to the mm-hmm. to the point of saying, "Well, we're going to have to define man and woman, and we're going to define it based upon biology." Well, congratulations to the legislature. Yes. It's unfortunate that we have come to this kind of degradation of rational thinking. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.